there, I'm Sarah, your natural endometriosis expert. Welcome to my podcast. This is the place to be for information, advice and tips on managing your endometriosis naturally. I've been managing my own endo now successfully for about 20 years and I've been running my own therapy business since 2008, helping others to do the same. If you're curious to cut through all the noise and rubbish that's out there and learn the key to managing endometriosis with minimal reliance on drugs and surgery, then this is the only podcast you'll need. Let's get started. Hello there. So today I want to talk through the causes of endometriosis. Now, Western medicine is very, very clear when it comes to the cause of endometriosis. They don't have a clue why we get it. They don't have a clue what causes it. They don't have a clue why some people get it and some people don't. Um, And that is a bit of a frustration when it comes to trying to treat it. Because if you don't know what's causing it, how on earth can you treat it? And that is, I believe, the fundamental reason why we don't yet have a cure or an even particularly effective treatment for endo. When we look to Eastern medicine, however, we do start to get a few answers. Now, I go into this in a lot more detail in my free webinar. So if you are intrigued what I'm talking about in this episode, I will put a link to my webinar underneath so you can explore this in a bit more detail with me. If I'm going to stick to my 20 minute target podcast time, then there's no way I'm going to be able to go into all of that today. But I want to give you a bit of an overview in terms of Eastern medicine, why Eastern medicine tells us we could get endometriosis. And also I want to look at the difference between a cause and a trigger. It's a a subtle difference, but it's a significant difference, which once you kind of get the difference and get the, the reasons behind the symptom and the trigger, then you have a much better chance of overcoming your endometriosis, of managing it way more effectively than if you're just looking at the symptoms. So we'll start by looking at causes. So in Eastern medicine, again, very high level overview, the theory of Eastern medicine is that we have channels of energy or chi running through our bodies. So these these, these chi channels, meridians, um, carry energy. They also carry water and blood and all the rest of it, but they carry this, this chi, this energy, this life force. Western medicine kind of hasn't bought into this life force thing. This is very, very pertinent to Eastern medicine though. So Eastern medicine tells us that we have these channels running through us. And if you think of them like rivers and subsidiaries, when these rivers are flowing fully, things work well. Everything's lush, everything's fertile, everything's beautifully connected and working exactly as nature intended. However, when we get blocks in those streams, in those rivers, that's when we start to see problems happening. So in a river, you start to see, say a tree fell over the river, you start to see things collecting upstream of that of that tree. So we start to see other branches, leaves, um, all sorts of things collecting up the at the side of this tree and that's making that tree into an even bigger blockage so that tree starts to get bigger in that the stuff that's blocking the river gets bigger and we start to see that water where it's stagnant starting to get a little bit toxic so it starts to maybe have a bit of a film on the top of it where the leaves are dying and things are just getting a little bit icky we start to maybe smell the smell of toxicity That's exactly the same principle when it comes to the chi running through our body. So when we get the blockages in our chi, we start to get that same stagnation. And that manifests in terms of things like inflammation, pain, bruising, cysts, all the things that we get with endometriosis. 
smelly discharge, all of that kind of toxicity that we see with Endor is textbook stagnation. It's a lot more in depth than that, but that's kind of a hierarchy, a higher overview of the, the, the principle of chi running through our body. So you can see there how these symptoms, these physical manifestations of this stagnation of the blockages are pretty much textbook endometriosis. So Eastern medicine can give us a really, really clear definition of why we get endometriosis. That's basically due to blockages. So blockages happen, things like, well, there's two elements of blockages. The first one is quite simple. So it's things like a, a physical injury. So for example, if you break an arm, if it heals back to normal, then that's fine. You will have a temporary blockage in your chi flow whilst the arm is broken, whilst a bit of bone is maybe in the wrong place. But once it's healed and everything heals back in line, then in effect, the tree has been moved from the river and everything starts to flow freely again. If the, if the bone um, fixes itself at an angle, then just again, to go back to the river analogy, you will always have a little bit of tree there. So you will always maybe start to get you will always sort of maybe um feel bits of pain or bits of inflammation every now and again and that's because you've still got a bit of that tree blocking the river so you'll always get little bits of stagnation there the longer the stagnation is there so the longer the blockage is there the worse the symptoms get so for example with endometriosis we tend to see it can be a physical trauma specifically really tends to be to the lower back or to the pelvis um, or it can be a smaller injury that over time develops into a bigger injury, exactly like a, a smaller branch falling over a river that then collects all the debris from the, the water flowing through it. Exactly the same principle. The other side of this in Eastern medicine is the intrinsic link between our emotional well-being and our physical well-being. So the most um, pertinent or the strongest example of this that I always use is stress. Stress is an emotional response. It's an emotional state, but it has a very physical reaction. So things like um, tense shoulders, neck ache, headache, um, insomnia, so we can't sleep when we're stressed. We get stomach stomach problems when we're stressed. That, that is an emotional reaction causing physical responses. So again, with things like endometriosis and any illness, if you have an emotional trauma which is either a really hard hitting one or it's a smaller one over a prolonged period of time that is causing physical issues which are resulting in the blockages in our chi so you can have physical trauma or emotional trauma that's causing the endometriosis with endo as well we get this link between our ancestors so if you're if you have a family history of endo you are about a third more likely to have endometriosis yourself in terms of alternative medicine, we do view that as an ancestral lineage thing. Um, there's something called epigenetics, which is really, really interesting. It's only just really coming into modern Western medicine now. But it's the principle, that, and again, the, the easiest example to explain this is with smoking. So we know that if we smoke cigarettes, we are changing, we are modifying the genetic structure of our cells. So on a cellular level, things are changing when we're smoking. If you don't smoke for very often, then those changes are very slight and you're likely not doing any significant damage, if any damage at all, to, to your lungs, to your throat, to your, to your nasal cavities. However, if you smoke significantly or if you smoke a little over a long period of time, that cellular damage you're doing is causing changes to your DNA structure. So it's, it's changing the way that your body works on a cellular level. 
If you smoke when you're pregnant or when you're trying to conceive, male and female when they're trying to conceive, or around the baby, then those changes can be passed down from one generation to the other. So epigenetics is that level of cellular cellular structure change, cellular, cellular structural change that's impacting from one generation to another. And if we take that same view as stress, so if I say like the, the impact that stress has on our bodies, if either parent at the time of conception is stressed, then the cellular changes, the cellular um, structural changes that are happening can very well be passed down to your baby. Now this, like I say, is in its infancy in terms of Western medicine, but this is a philosophy that we've believed in in Eastern medicine, alternative medicine for a long time. So this is why we see those those genetic, genetically inherited conditions or an increased likelihood when it comes to that genetic lineage, the ancestral lineage. So there's kind of three reasons why we can get endometriosis. However, what I now want to talk about is the trigger for endometriosis. Quite often, and it has been proven, there have been fetuses found with endometriosis. So you can be born with endo, which is the ancestral link. So the cause of, 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 um, of endo in those cases may never be known because it's not like we can go back and trace the, the specific trigger I shouldn't have used that word, but the specific, um, the specific event that caused the cellular structure that caused that to be passed down, we will likely never know what that may be. So you don't actually need to know what caused your endometriosis. However, in those cases, if you want to overcome your endo, if you want to manage it really effectively, then looking at the trigger is just as important. So if you've had endo from birth essentially the really helpful thing for you to know is actually what's triggered it what's caused that flare-up so if we go back to the river and think of of your 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 birth endo as a, a, maybe a smaller branch in the river so there's a little bit of toxicity there there's a little bit of stuff going on but actually it's not causing that much damage now over time that could grow and cause more damage or what's more likely is another tree, another branch falls at the same place in that river. So essentially what could happen is you could have a, a physical or an emotional trauma happening at say age 13 or 18 or 20 or 25 or whatever age it is, you can have an event that happens there that just causes another fall of a branch onto the same bit which causes the stagnation to build up quicker. So in effect, it accelerates the development of your endometriosis because the stagnation is increasing quicker than it used to do. So suddenly, so you might have had maybe, I don't know, a few twinges of pain during your periods, or you may have had um, slightly heavier bleeding. You might have had lots of clots to the bleed, but it's never really been an issue and it's been quite, quite static. So it's never really got any worse. And then all of a sudden things get things get bad now that can be an emotional trauma childbirth childbirth goes one way or the other we see childbirth um acting in some people as um so their endo sort of seems to clear up after childbirth or it can also act as a trigger because it's a massive emotional and physical trauma that you're experiencing so whilst whilst Western medicine can't give us any real answers in terms of why we get endo, if we look to Eastern medicine, we tend to see it in a completely different light. Physical and emotional trauma 
ancestral lineage, lineage and the importance of the trigger as well as the cause. I hope this makes some sense to you. If you're interested in hearing more than like I say, check out the link to my webinar in the, uh, in the comments below. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, then please hit the subscribe button and make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can also leave a review too to help spread the word to managing endometriosis naturally to as many people as possible. That is my mission. And if this podcast has inspired you to take the next step to managing your own endometriosis successfully, then please head over to my website, naturalendometriosisexpert.com to see different ways of working with me to bring that dream of living without endometriosis one step closer. Or for less than the price of a posh coffee a month, you can also become a patron to this podcast and get access to a load more endometriosis resources, as well as my monthly endometriosis clinic question and answer session. See you next time.